Welcome. You're listening to Pacific Bible Church Podcast, hosted by Pastor Vern Frank. Started a new series two weeks ago titled Authentic Faith. Authentic Faith. Where's my, oh, come on, slide. Where's my slide? I didn't mention that, but I think the kids are already upstairs. <laughs> Authentic Faith. I do have the sign on the road now, if you notice the signs, the signs up on the uh, road. I just got it in and uh, the radio signs down there. So anybody can tune in anytime, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year and hear uh, the gospel message preached just on, just on the radio. Amen. Praise God. So we're, we're, we're in this series, we're gauging, we're measuring our faith, right? Our, do we have authentic faith? And uh, it, this isn't about judging your neighbor. This isn't about judging someone else. This is about judging yourself. What did Paul say? Paul said, judge yourself lest you be judged. So we're judging ourselves in this and we're making sure we have real, genuine faith. And we're going to go back to Hebrews 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews the coffee, right? Actually, in my house, usually Karen makes the coffee. <laughs> she's, making, she's making me now, it's called an Italian uh, mocha pot, I think. It's really good. You put the water in the bottom, you put the grounds here, and it boils up through the grounds. I highly suggest it if you haven't used one. The coffee comes out really um, tasty. I like tasty coffee. I don't, I, you know, you get some bland coffee, it's not me. So, we're looking at Hebrews, right, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. Now, if you don't know, Hebrews 1 is very interesting to read all of that along with this, but that would take, you know, another 15, 20 minutes right there. <laughs> but it's all about Jesus and how great he is. And how wonderful he is. So, so that's why he says, therefore. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed. Why do we, what's the therefore there? It's therefore because Jesus is so wonderful. He's so amazing. He's so great. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proves steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? Now, we've been pulling out all kinds of points out of here, and we're going to hit on this you know, quickly today, hopefully. You never know about me, right? <laughs> My reviews, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to work on making the review a little shorter. But sometimes you get preaching during review and you just can't stop. But we can drift away. It says right there, lest we drift away. We can drift away. A lot of, a lot of people don't think that, but I see it all, all the time. It's not even, it's not even at... Some of think, well, that, boy, that barely ever happens. People drift away from the faith, drift away from truth. No, it happens all the time. 
the time. I see it all the time. And Paul even said in the last days, here he goes, he's, he's already on a rabbit trail. Look at that. Paul said, in the last days, there would be a falling away. Guess what? That's where we're at, saints. We're in the last days and there is a falling away. Drifting away from the truth. Drifting away from this gospel message. The truth. Come on. It, and it also says here, how shall we escape if we neglect our salvation? Now, that is a very, this, I almost want to title the whole series something like heavy. <laughs> Make it heavy. Because what that literally means, that neglect, it means Make light of. And we're going to hit that again today, but we've talked about it already in two weeks. Third, this we're going to talk about today in a certain subject area, but making light. How shall we escape if we make light of our salvation? We make it light instead of heavy. Well, today Christians make many things of God light. It's just light. It's just, well, you know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't matter. Well, many Christians have no goal to listen to God. That isn't their intention. They have no intention of obeying God. No intention of obeying God. It's not even on their radar screen. But authentic faith, we're talking about authentic faith. We don't have the slide. Authentic faith wants to do whatever he says. That's authentic faith right there. We could just, okay, series over. We're done. <laughs> authentic faith wants to do everything he says. Oh, my. Come on. Authentic faith is of the highest importance. No one's going to see Jesus without authentic faith. No one's going to be in heaven without authentic faith. It's got to be the real deal. And as we know, in this earth we live in, falseness is everywhere. We've been talking about counterfeit money, right? There's counterfeit money all over the place. You don't realize it, but it's all over the place. Stores realize it. <laughs> I've managed two 7-Eleven stores. I saw counterfeit all the time. Two, two stores. Can you imagine how many counterfeits are flying around this, uh, well, world? You could say world because it's not only America where there's counterfeit, right? Falseness abounds in this earth. Lies, as I said, it, lies are happening all the time. It's not, like, it's not like, well, you know, I guess, you know, people do lie once in a while. No, there's lies happening every second of the day. So what am I saying? That's... Falseness, that's what a lie is, right? It's false. Hypocrisy abounds. What is hypocrisy? It's lies. It's an act, right? Actors are hypocrites in sense, right? They're putting on a mask to be someone they're not, right? Now, we know, you know, people act and most, you know, a lot of them, well, like I said last week, a lot of them are completely corrupt, right? We completely corrupt. You know, not that acting is bad, but that's what acting really is. It's a hypocrite type thing where you put on a mask and you become someone you're not. Right? You change into something you're not. That's falseness, right? That's falseness. Well, 
God is absolutely real. Amen? There is no falseness in God at all. He has nothing fake at all. Heaven has no fakeness at all. That was a good place for an amen right there. <laughs> God is as real as it gets, right? He's as real as it gets. There is no more real than God. He's real. He's always real. He's never false. He's never a hypocrite. He's never fake in any way, shape, or form, right? If he says something, there's, no, there's nothing behind it. There's not like, well, what's he really trying to say? Is he trying to trick me? Is God trying to trick? No, no, he's not. He is absolutely real. It's exactly what he means. <laughs> Come on now. Let's look at 1 Timothy 1.5. I pulled this up in the uh, New Living Translation because uh, the King James, New King James, they use a different word that we're not used to, unfeigned faith, and which means what we have here in this verse. Uh, in the translation. So the purpose of my instruction, this is Paul writing to Timothy, is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, right? We, we preached the message just a few weeks ago. Clear hearts, clear conscience. If you want to hear God's will, if you want to get God's plan, you got to be clear. Clear conscience and genuine faith. It's right there, right? Paul's instructions at the believers would have love from a pure heart, right? Pure, pure. No fakeness, right? That's, that's again, no fakeness, pure. Clear conscience. Come on. We get the things right, we need to get right. Amen? The things we need to repent of, we repent of. The things we need to get changed, we get changed. Clear conscience. Come on. And, and genuine faith. That's what we need, saints. Amen? And Paul said it for a reason. You, know, you don't think Paul saw fake people all over the place? Yeah, he talked about the fake. He even said, he even said there's people preaching the gospel that are fakes. But he said, at least the gospel is being preached. He was happy that at least it was being preached even though the person preaching it, some of them, right, were false. They were false teachers. They were in it for whatever reason they were in it for, right? Maybe power, maybe money, maybe authority, whatever they wanted out of it, they, they tried to get that out of it. And, and so they were, they were not genuine in their faith. And we, read, we talked about that in the No Vacancy series, how Paul also said uh, uh, Satan transforms, uh, uh, what is it, into ministers of righteousness, he has, he has people that act like they're ministers of righteousness, but they're actually serving the enemy. They're, they're acting like ministers of righteousness, right? They're just acting. And so it's very, very important that we have the genuine, genuine, I like genuine, genuine faith. Come on now. We certainly don't want false faith, right? False faith. No, 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 no. No false. We don't want the false. And what, is faith, what, what is false faith? False faith stands on the wrong foundations. We've talked about it many times around here. 
And false faith stands on something that is not true. False faith stands on traditions. False faith stands on superstitions. False faith does not stand on the logos. We talked about the logos at youth group. We're going to talk a little bit about it today. But <laughs> the logos in the Greek, that's the, that's the word for word. And, and it's used of words out of our mouth, the logos. And it's used of Jesus himself. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The logos was made flesh and dwelt among us. Well, if we don't know the logos, come on. We, we, we won't know Jesus. We, we will have a false Jesus. Come on. Jesus is the word made flesh, right? John 1, 14. Jesus was the word. The logos made flesh and dwelt among us. We, we got to know this, right? We talked about that the first week. We got to know the real Jesus. We got to worship the real Jesus. We can't have a false Jesus. Otherwise, we have false faith. Come on now. You talk to some people, you know, Christians, you're like, but that's not who Jesus is. They're like, but that's the Jesus I like. Uh, you better find the right Jesus, because who, I don't know who you're worshiping. But you got to worship the Logos, the Jesus. You, you got to know the real Jesus, right? To have authentic faith, you got to have a relationship with the real Jesus. You know, you can't get to heaven. And that, remember, he's going to say to people, he said, he'll say it. I never knew you. Can you imagine standing there and you thought you were worshiping Jesus your whole life. And he says, I never knew you. And you're like, oops, <laughs> that was the wrong Jesus. I was serving the wrong Jesus. Hello? There are false Jesuses all over the place. You know that, right? I'm not talking people, although there are those too. There's people who have to proclaim themselves with Christ on earth right now. There's people right now. They're saying they are the Christ. They are, they are the Christ. They're saying right now. But I'm talking, I'm talking mainly about serving the false, the false Jesus that is not true. That isn't based in here. That's based on a feeling. That's based on what we think. That's based on what we like. Well, I like a Jesus that's all fluffy. I like a fluffy Jesus. So I worship the fluffy Jesus. No, Jesus is full of love, amen? But when you're going against him, he is going to tell you, change, repent. And then you say, yes, sir. Amen? Because he is king of kings and lord of lords. So authentic Christianity only worships the real Jesus. That was, that was our first week. Last week, we talked about our words, right? We talked all about our words and if you really have authentic faith, right, if we have authentic faith, our words will change. Now, I talked about words a lot and we said, yeah, we all make mistakes in our words. We all say things we shouldn't say. We know that. If you don't know that, then I don't know where you've been, right? We all make mistakes with this mouth right here, right? And when we do make a mistake, we repent, but as we grow in our faith, as we mature in our faith, I guarantee you, if you're maturing in your faith, you're walking authentically, God is speaking on the inside of you because you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. And he's saying, uh, yeah, you don't say that anymore. 
And then he'll tell you other things. We talked about youth group a bit. We talked more about words on Wednesday. You got, and then he'll tell you things to speak. He'll tell you things not to speak, but he'll tell you things to speak, right? And I gave the example. I, I remember speaking to a man at church, tapped him on the back, and I believe I had a word from the Lord for him. So I tapped him back. I said, I just believe the Lord has this for you. And I told him what I was getting from the Lord. And he was like, thank you. Why? Because we can speak something from God, from heaven to a person. So we can speak, we can, the Holy Spirit can say, don't say that, but he can also say, uh, say this right now. And I endeavor to do that all the time around here, amen, as I'm preaching. That's why we pray that I have words to speak in Jesus' name, that I get the right words out, that I have boldness and utterance from heaven, that I'm able to speak what I need to speak, because if I speak what the Spirit wants to speak, I know lives will be changed forever. Amen. amen. And Jesus said, we're going to give an account for every useless, idle, and lazy word. I said, like I said, that'll make you want to repent real fast. I'm going to give an account for every idle, lazy, useless word. Woo! Hit the carpet. Face in the carpet. <laughs> Come on now. Authentic Christians, that's a sign of authenticity, right? The words change. Uh, not just an act, not just on Sunday morning. We talked about that, right? Not just on Sunday morning. Our words actually change throughout our life, throughout our day, throughout our week, right? Our words are changing because we're listening to the Holy Spirit and he's telling us things. Amen. So that's a gauge. That's a measurement of authenticity. Today we're going to look at another gauge, another measurement. And we're going to go over to 1 Corinthians 12. And we're going to start talking about the body. The body, the body of Christ, amen? The body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 20. But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. Talking about the body of Christ. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again to the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. <laughs> but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. Come on, he's talking about honoring the body parts. That there should be no schism. What does schism mean? That's a, that's a big word, right? We don't use much. It means division. There be no division in the body. But that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. But well, Picard has a great example of that today, right? With those stitches. And that one member is causing her whole body to suffer in some way because she reaches out. Ah! And the whole body feels the pain. If one member suffers, the, the whole body suffers. Come on now. And so we're going to talk about the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is ordained by God. He set up the body. Hello? Is my mic on? <laughs> I 
I actually heard a preacher say that this week. One, one, I love this one preacher, and uh, he is so good. And uh, he said that, and one of you, I said, that is so good, I'm stealing that. <laughs> he said, he was talking, he was making a good point, a good point, like, you know, I often make some good points. Do I make some good points, Paige? Okay. And he said, he said a good point, I don't remember exactly what the point was. He was talking about the peace of God. The whole message was about the peace of God. And he said, he stopped, he said, is my mic on? <laughs> I thought, well, that's good, that's good. <laughs> but God ordained the body. God set the church in place for this time in history. God did it. Ooh, we're going somewhere. <laughs> if God ordained the body of Christ, God ordained the body, as we just read about, the body, each individual part being part of the body, shouldn't we consider the body important? We're going somewhere. <laughs> Our natural bodies are connected, aren't they? They're tightly connected. I mean, tightly. This hand does not work without this wrist. Come on. This, this head does not work without the neck. Come on. <laughs> this, whatever this bone is, whatever this part of my... <laughs> shin, shin. The shin don't work without the knee. You take out my knee, there's no, there's, the shin's not doing nothing, idiot. It's not doing nothing. Come on now. My foot ain't doing nothing without my knee. It's not going to work, right? The body is to be tightly connected. Our natural body is obvious, right? It's obvious. There's a lot of connections going on just right here, a lot. Hello? The body of Christ is to be tightly connected. We need, I, I, I'm trying to cover a lot of stuff in one, ser one sermon today. I mean, this is big. This is a big subject, right? But we, we need each other, right? How can we care for one another if we don't know each other? How can we suffer with the member that's suffering if we don't even know each other? How can we rejoice with a member if we don't know that member of the body? Amen? We got to be connected. And being connected to the body is another gauge of authentic faith. We're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. Look at Hebrews 13, 17. Hebrews 13, 17. We're still in, we're still back to Hebrews, right? You got to love Hebrews. Boy, that is a power-packed book. Whew. I mean power. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account let them do this with joy <laughs> and not with groaning for that would be of no advantage to you. Hello, is he talking to the body here? Yes, he is talking to the body of Christ. I tell you, uh, many Christians have made me want to groan. It says, let them do this with joy, not with groaning. Hmm. 
People say, well, I don't really need that, that church stuff. I don't need to be with the body. Yet that's where spiritual leaders are found. In the body, right? That's where they're found. In the meetings of the church. That's where they're found. Come on. The people who are called to full-time ministry are found <laughs> preaching in the churches. Almost predominantly, right? Unless they're the evangelist. Then they're supposed to be out there. They're supposed to be out on that street, right? They're supposed to be winning the souls. We need a lot more evangelists, don't we? Whew. A lot of people aren't doing their job. That's why Jesus said the laborers are few. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. But people that are not participating in the body don't want to be accountable. They don't want to be accountable. They want to do what they want to do. They don't want anybody to tell them they are wrong. <laughs> they don't want anybody to correct them. Oh my goodness, I could go in them stories right there. Ooh, well, I've been saved 52 years. Who do you think you are, kid? Uh, I'm telling you, you're wrong. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll just go down the church down the road. Oh, have fun. Go ahead. Bye-bye. Why? Because they don't want any correction. They don't want to hear I'm wrong. No, no, no. They don't want a spiritual leader. No, not participating in the body is a sign of falseness. Hello? Falseness hides away. And falseness certainly does not want to submit to any leaders. Hello? Now, let's go on to Hebrews 10, or I should say go back, right? Like I said, Hebrews is just packed. Hebrews 10, 24, I'm sure you've recognized this verse, these verses, 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Hmm. Again, if we don't know the body, how can we stir them up? Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawn near is the day drawn near see people were neglecting the meeting right here they were neglecting the meeting of the body this has been a problem for a long time <laughs> the people were starting to neglect the body what does that mean they were taking it lightly what did we start with if we neglect our salvation, how shall we escape? If we take it lightly. Come on. If we don't show up to work, what does that mean? We take it lightly. But I don't really need this job. And you're going to lose it real quick, right? <laughs> you don't show up to work. That means you take it lightly. I had many of those people at 7-Eleven, right? I'm like calling, uh, where are you? You're, you're on the schedule. Well, I just don't really feel like working today. You know? 
you work here, you're on the schedule, you're supposed to be here. Yeah, I just don't, you know. Thanks for the heads up on that one. <laughs> and don't come back. <laughs> if we don't show up to the game, that means we take it lightly. It's okay to take games lightly, right? That's fine. But if we don't show up to church, that means we take it lightly. And we are seeing this in the time that we live. And millions now neglect the meeting of the body. Hello? Millions of Christians have stopped going to the meeting. Come on. They have stopped going to church. We can say church, but, you know, people, all they, when you say church, a lot of people just think of a building, right? That's why I like to call it the meeting. And the title of this sermon is Ecclesia, which we're going to get into in a little bit, means assembly. And Greek, Ecclesia, is translated, we translate it, church. Really, we should translate it, the assembly. See what I'm saying with Greek? And so we get all these pictures in our head. Well, yeah, I got to go to that building. <laughs> no, we need to assemble. Amen? The body needs to be together. The body needs to know each other. The body needs to be tightly connected, just as our physical body. Amen. The day of the Lord is drawing near, right? And so what does that mean? He says, you got to meet. You got to encourage one another. I realize I, this is not all about going to church. This, I, know there, I know people miss church for good reasons. I know people miss church for bad reasons, right? We could go into smorgasbord of that. <laughs> but this is, this, is, this is really what I'm saying today. Authentic Christianity makes the meeting of the body of Christ a heavy thing. I got one amen. Thank you for that, Christian. I said the authentic Christianity makes the meeting of the body a heavy thing. It's heavy. It's not light. We don't make light of it. Come on now. It's supposed to be a heavy thing for a Christian. It should be a heavy thing. Come on. Being in church as much as possible, being with the body as much as possible should be a heavy thing. It should be at the top of our to-do list. <laughs> it should be on our calendar every single week, right? I know you, I know you got calendar. I got a calendar, right? There's things that are on there every single week, right? Every single week. What does it mean when you put it on a calendar? It means it's important and it's heavy. I got to do this. I'm not taking this lightly. Come on now. There are so many things people miss because they're not involved. They're not in the body. They're not, they're not participating in the, in the assembly. They're not participating in the meeting. They miss out on relationships. Come on now. I have many relationships in my life because of the body. They miss out on the blessing of being in the body. Come on. They miss out on being a blessing. What we just talked about, right? Rejoicing with them, encouraging one another. That's blessing somebody else. Amen? Amen. They miss out on spiritual leadership as we just read. And I'll tell you what, that's extremely important in these last days. 
I, I truly believe this. I truly believe this. You can say what you want about it. I truly believe many people are going to end up in hell because their parents wouldn't, wouldn't take them to church. Because it was light. It was a light little thing, and I don't, I don't really need it. And so they got very, very little spiritual food. Come on now. You've been around a little while. You know sometimes it takes a long time for someone to get it. And so if they're not around the things of God, they may never, ever get it. I went to church my whole life until I was 15. I never got it. Now, as far as I know, no one ever preached the gospel to me. You know, no one ever said, that's why the book, no one told me. No one ever said, you need to make Jesus Lord. You need to confess Jesus with your mouth. You need to be born again or you're not going into the kingdom of God. No one ever said that, that I know of in 15 years. Well, in 19 years, really. But I went to church for 15 years with my parents and, and you know, thank God I got some seed in me. I got some seed in me. What if I had no seed in me? When I got out of that car, uh, the accident we had at the age of 19, Carl and I coming down from Mount Hood, got in a car accident. What did I say when I got out of that car? And there was a person I didn't know at the time lying dead in front of me. What did I say? I said, God will take care of us, Karen. Why did I say that? Karen was shocked. I was not living for God. I never talked about God. Seed was in there. Come on. And, and, and it turns out, you know, you know, the, probably you've heard some of the story. I think it's in the book, but then I, here I am, 19. I'm, I'm lost. I'm depressed. I don't know what's going on. I have no hope, like I just said this morning. And, and I heard a real preacher preaching the gospel. And I heard, you need to make Jesus Lord of your life. You need Jesus, and he is the only way, and you've got to be born again. Hello? Many? What, what am I saying with that? I had seed planted. If the seed had not been planted, come on now. That's why, that's one of the reasons you get your kids to church. Amen. Oh my goodness, we're going on a long time, right? What is heavy in your life? What is heavy? Is going to church heavy? Is being involved in the body heavy? Is submitting to spiritual leaders heavy? Come on. Is using your gifts to bless the body heavy? Now, I realize I'm preaching to the choir a lot this morning. That's okay, right? But, but if these things, if, if, you're, if you're here, you're online, and these things aren't heavy to you, you better do some soul searching. You better do some soul searching. I'll tell you what, authentic Christianity, but they want to be with the body. I, 
got saved, age of 19, hadn't been in church since I was 15 years old when I went along with my siblings and basically said, yeah, we're not going to church anymore. So we didn't go. Mom and dad wanted us to go. We said, no, we're not going. Hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, but what happened at the age of 19? When I got saved, I truly got saved. I truly got born again. I got up from my knees and I was like, I am changed. I don't know exactly what happened to me, but I'm different. And everybody recognized the difference right away. Karen especially. Because <laughs> we were dating. And what did I want to do immediately? I wanted to get to church and be with the body. No one had to say. Mom and dad did not have to say, would you like to go to church? I said, let's go to church. I'm going to church with you this Sunday. Why? Authentic Christianity, Spirit of God on the inside said, you need to be with the body. Ooh. Authentic Christianity wants to be with the body. They want to have spiritual leadership. Man, I wanted to be submitted to a spiritual leader. I wanted it in my life, right? I wanted it. Authentic Christianity wants it. <laughs> Amen? Well, I, man, when I got, I mean, the first church I was going to was in my parents' church at the time, and, and that was back to where I had been. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really hearing fire preaching, right? I wasn't hearing the word. And like, I want, I mean, I was watching Christian television. I was getting that. And then I'm like, this isn't matching up very good. And I needed more. And that's a whole other story, right? We've talked a little bit about that. I needed the more. I needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's another whole long story, right? But I wanted to be under a spiritual leadership. And when I got to my home church, we'll talk a little bit more later. I got to my home church. My pastor was my pastor for since I was 19. He just retired this year, just a few months ago. His son took over the church in Vancouver. Right? I, when I got to that church, which is a long miracle story, I submitted to his spiritual leadership. And I wanted to. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Not that he was perfect either, right? You're not looking for a perfect person. You're looking for someone that's living the gospel. You can tell I'm shutting my mouth right now, aren't you? Okay. Sometimes you just got to keep your mouth shut, right? Come on now. Authentic Christians truly, they, they want to truly bless their brothers and sisters in Christ. 
How can they bless them if they aren't there with the body? How can they bless them if they're not there? They don't even know them. I wanted to use my gifts immediately. And I'll tell you what, I was, uh, that, was, woo, that was a little scary. Because I was not an outgoing person. Everybody considered me shy. Well, he's shy. We got over that, right? Well, I found my gifting in the body. I found what I was supposed to do. Amen? And so when you find what God says to do, you better do it with boldness. Amen. But I said right away, what can I do to help? What can I do around here? What can I do in the body? Come on. And pretty soon I was helping in the kids and getting run over. Woo! I did not know how to handle a room full of kids this high. 20 kids or so in there, and I'm like, I'm helping the body. And pretty soon I'm like, uh, Pastor, help. I don't think that's going to work for me. And I had musical talent, right? I played the trombone. People say, you played the trombone? Yeah, trombone. I was fairly good at it, fairly good, right? I, I did go to Japan on an all-star jazz band trip. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Long stories. I got a lot of stories about that. <laughs> but okay, so uh, what do you? What can you? What, what can you use your? What are your gifts? What, what do you? What can you do? What, what, what do you do? What, you know, they're asking me. Well, I play the trombone, thinking that has no place right in this church, right? This has no place here, right? Well, they had like a flutist on stage and they had, you know, they had a more of a, they had this style right here, you know, bass, guitar, drums. It was, they, they called it, um, uh, they had an ad on TV, even Face Center, Face Center rocks. And it was a grandma saying it. It was a, it was a, it became a hit ad across the community because they had this grandma saying Face Center rocks because <laughs> there wasn't any church hardly doing what they were doing. Nowadays, many churches rock, right? We, 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 we jam for Jesus, right? Many churches jam for Jesus now. But back then, not so much, you know. And even now, we still get it all the time. You don't do hymns? I would come to your church if you sing hymns. I, I like hymns. They got some great hymns, amen? Great hymns. But you don't go to a church based on whether they sing hymns. Oh, my goodness. Spiritual leadership. Come on now. Oh, boy. I've seen churches sing hymns, but I'm like, I would never serve under that pastor. But uh, they do hymns there. Okay, have fun. Come on now, what am I talking about? I wanted to use my gifts. So they said, well... You could play the trombone with the flutist and you could be in the worship team. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. I play by note. You give me notes, I could play the notes. He said, no, we don't have notes. We have chords and you just find the notes. 
Well, I had played some jazz music and I was horrible at improvising. I could play notes all day long, but when they said, all right, improvise a solo, I'd be like, doot, 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 doot. I'm done. And that's what I had to do. I got up there and started improvising with the worship team. And guess what? I got pretty good at it. And I'd find a note that hit just the spot. Do, 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 do. And everybody's like, well, that's pretty good. Play that a little louder. Do, 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 do. Come on now. What am I doing? I'm using my gifts to bless the body. Authentic Christianity wants to be with the body, wants to bless the body, wants to encourage the body. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Well, I believe the sheep and goats are being separated right now. And those that are, as Paul said, falling away, as we read in Hebrews, drifting away, are, are, are not authentic. Sheep and goats. Hello? Sheep want to be with the body. Sheep want to bless the body. Sheep, sheep. Now I'm a sheep. Bah! <laughs> come on now. I often think of this. I often think the people that have come here, but, but some of you weren't here to greet them. Now, some of you are here all the time. That's the right thing to do. Amen. Be in church. If at all possible, you're in church. It's on the top of your priority list. It's top of my priority list is to meet with the body. And you were here. You were friendly. You were kind. Amen. Thank you. Some of you, not so much. <laughs> and what have you missed? You've missed opportunities to bless someone. You've missed opportunities to be a blessing to the body. You've missed opportunities to get a blessing. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. You've missed it. You've missed some opportunities to change lives forever because it was not heavy. I'll tell you what, my life was greatly affected the first time I went to my home church. My, my, my first day at my home church where I served for 22 years. I was part of that church for 22 years until I went into full-time ministry. Come on now. My life was greatly affected by the people I met my first day. My first day in church when I had to get up the boldness to go into the tin chapel. We called the Tin Chapel because it was a little metal building. It seated like 150 people. Maybe that, that might have been too many. Maybe 100. And, and I, this was all new to me. I had miracles happening. I, a guy on a path told me to go out to Face Center if I wanted the more I was looking for. I'm like, huh? And a long story, right? Carl and I ended up at Face Center. Walk in. And greeting, 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 greeting. Hello. Oh, so good to see you. Hello. Hello. I'm family. I'm family. Come on now. 
after service, everybody's coming up talking to us. I'm family. First day at church where I served for 22 years. What happens if they decide to not go to church that day? Do I feel like family? I'm walking in the front doors, there's no one there. I'm like, what's going on here? I look in the sanctuary, there's a few people sitting there. I'm like, oh, there's some people in there. Worship team's warming up. I'm like, I could have easily just gone like this. I'm not sure, I think. Oh, my car's looking really good right now. I think I'll go back to that car. <laughs> Remember, I was shy. This was, this was taking all I had to go to a, a church I've never been in with people I don't nobody in it. Nobody. Right? Do I want to return to a church like that? Mm. What if I had gone in and be, you know, everybody's like... And this is part of your job, amen? Greet people, be friendly, amen? If I'm in that church and, and everybody's ignoring me. And yet, and yet during worship, because they, you know, they had wild worship, right? Like us. Yet during worship, they're like, Woo, praise God, hallelujah! Glory to God, hallelujah, right? And then service gets over and they go be with their friends and they never talk to me. And then I'm like, mm, not sure about this right here. Hello? You getting this? That's part of your, that's part of your job, amen? E even if you've been here, as you, you, know, you should be in the body, like I say, as much as you possibly can. If you're here, make sure you're greeting people, amen? You're being friendly to the people. And not only the people you know, to people you don't know. Amen? God ordained the church, saints. If you don't care what was said today, you're probably not even born again. If you slightly care, you're probably lukewarm. God ordained the church. What is the church? We just talked about in the Greek. Ekklesia, which means the assembly. Well, I don't need to be in the assembly of the body. Uh, that's what the church does. The church assembles like our body. Come on, assembled. God assembled us. <laughs> God wants the body to be assembled together. Amen. Now in the book, I didn't think about it. But, you know, like I said, this is a huge subject. You can teach on this for weeks right here. But in the book of Acts, they met all the time, didn't they? I've thought about having more services, but I'm like, well, you can't get half the people to show up on Sunday. Why do we have another service? <laughs> Hello? Why have another service? Half people don't show up on Sunday. I've said many times to Don, so we talk about, man, if everybody showed up on Sunday, this place would be packed. It would. We have many people that show up every three or four months. Once a year. We have the once a year's. Oh, we got the once a year's here too. C and E's, we call them. Or twice a year's. Christmas and Easter, right? We call them the C and E's. 
We got those two. We got the C&Es. We got the ones who, who, who show up every three or four months. You're like, whoa, what? hey, whoa, whoa, good to see you. You're like, they're like, whoa, yeah, here I am. I'm like, wow, whoa, wow. <laughs> come on now. I know there are things in life that come up, amen. I know, I know there's work. I, we, like Griffin, he's, he, he's been working at Long Beach. And so he's been out of church Sunday mornings for, I don't know, two, three months already. And he got that job and he's trying to get off of Sundays. Amen. And that should be the goal. If you're, if you're on a job that works Sundays, you, 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 you work to get that off. He's getting some seniority in Long Beach City, City of Long Beach he works for. He, he got to get some seniority. Then he can say, hey, I really need that Sunday off. Come on. I know, I know things come up. I know there's sickness. There's vacation. I understand all that. But if you can make it, you make it. Amen. God ordained it to happen. Online church is not the normal, right? That just started. That's like a new thing. It's for when you're away. When I was away from Faith Center, they had started, they had started some online services. I remember, I remember going, turning to it on the computer and going, hey, look, there they are. <laughs> oh, this is kind of cool. I can actually watch the service. Look at that. But I was away. I didn't do that when I was there in town. We drove to church, even though I didn't like driving. It was, a, you know, out east Vancouver, so we're west Vancouver. If you've driven to Vancouver, you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ugh. It's worse now than ever. Oh, it's horrid there. You're like, what in the world? Who are, where did all these people come from? <laughs> it's like bumper to bumper traffic every, everywhere you go. But I was there, amen? You got to be there if you can be there. God ordained the assembly, ecclesia, the assembly of the body. They met all the time in the book of Acts. They met and they met and they met. Come on. Jesus is the head of the church, is he not? And what matters to him? The church. Now, I'm not just talking about the building. I'm talking about the people, the meeting of the body. Just so happens we get to meet in this wonderful building. The nicest building on the whole peninsula. Whew, I love it. I praise God for it all the time. God is here by a miracle to the awesome, this awesome place. It's amazing. But the church matters to Jesus. Hello? Uh, 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 our brothers and sisters should matter to us. We should want to be there to, to be a blessing to our brothers and sisters, to encourage each other. Amen. You know, people say, well, I, I don't know about all that church stuff. You know, I, I don't know about, you know, why does it have to be a, a church? Why does it have to be a, a, a certain church? Church, why can't we just meet here or meet, meet in this house? Or what? And they did meet in houses. But guess what? There were always spiritual leaders because remember, Jesus talked to the churches in the book of Revelation. The church in Laodicea. And he said, I don't like this, but I like this, right? The church in Smyrna. He said, I like what you're doing here, but I don't like what you're doing there. And he told them to repent, right? He told all the churches to repent. Hello? Now, John got that message to the churches. John being an apostle. A real, genuine apostle. 
right? <laughs> a lot of people nowadays are fake apostles, but he was the real genuine apostle of God, right? And he got the message from Jesus himself, the revelation, that's why it's called the book of Revelation, he got the revelation from Jesus on the Isle of Patmos when he was exiled, and he got that message to the churches. What happens if the church isn't assembled? How did they get the message? Why did Jesus talk to the church at Smyrna? Why did he talk to the church at Laodicea? Because they were a church assembled in that city. <laughs> they had spiritual leadership. They were assembled together. I'll tell you what, the assembly of the church is very important to Jesus. We should greatly care about the church. Amen? Why, why did they want to shut down the meeting of the church in 2020? Hello? Because the, Satan hates the meeting of the church. He hates the meeting of the church. So what should we do? Meet. <laughs> it's power packed when we meet together. It's, it's ordained by God that we meet together. The meeting of the body is holy. It's ordained by God himself that the body assembles, ecclesia, assembly. Come on now. Authentic faith wants to be with the body. We should greatly care about the assembly, about the ecclesia. We, 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 when we're together, we're in when we're in unity, ooh, great power. We sang Sarah's song this morning, unity. I wanted to, I was like, boy, this message could use a good song about the body. Oh, Sarah wrote one. How about that? <laughs> Come on now. It's hard to have unity if we don't even know each other. Hello? We don't even see each other except at Christmas and Easter. <laughs> or every three or four months. So are you planted in the house of the Lord? I'm asking you. Look at Psalm 92, 13. Psalm 92, 13. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Ooh, this is one of my theme scriptures for life. Come on. Can you honestly say you're planted in the house of the Lord? I chose to be planted in my home church. I, I said, I'm planting right here. <laughs> I am planting right here. I'm planting myself, right? You, you have to choose to be planted. You have to be the one to choose to be planted. I chose to be planted in the house of the Lord. And I was at every service. Boy, back then we had a lot of services too. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, every single week. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I was there every single service. Nowadays, you have another service, you get two people show up. <laughs> Come on now. And I tell you what, I know that's why I flourished. 
Why? Because I was planted in the house of the Lord and I flourished in the courts of my God. I flourished. Come on now. I flourished. I had spiritual leadership. I was flourishing. When I said, I'm called to ministry, I believe. Who did I go to? My pastor. And he'd, he gave me leadership in that. Come on now. He gave me leadership in that. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a baby Christian feeling called to ministry. I don't know anything yet, hardly at all. But I was planted in the house of the Lord. And pretty soon, largely because of his leadership, I was off to Bible school. Hello? Today, I simply ask you, judge yourself. Amen. If you're not making church, the assembly, a heavy thing, you need to repent. If you're not doing your part in the body, you need to repent. Hello? Is my mic on? <laughs> Come on. God is calling all of us to make his things heavy in these last days. He's, he's, he's calling this. He, I, I truly believe he told me to speak this message today. Okay. You can do whatever you want with that. God uses people to speak out his word. God uses people. God used people all throughout. Go back to the beginning. People say, well, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't receive the words of people. No, God spoke through people all over this book. And you don't know anything without these people that spoke. <laughs> Where would we be without Paul? We just talking about Paul. Where would we be without the Apostle Paul? Oh my goodness, we wouldn't know half of what we know. So you have to choose to receive words, right? I can't make you do anything and I'm not supposed to. Amen. I'm not supposed to. That's the devil. The devil makes people do things. God says, this is my will. This is what I want for you. This is my way. And you say yes, or you say no. All, happens all the time, right? All the time. Well, I'm asking today, make the assembly a heavy thing. Come on now. Authentic faith will make the assembly a heavy thing. Authentic faith will, will say, I want to bless the body. Authentic faith say, I want to be with the body. I got to be with the body. I want spiritual leadership. I want to be with the body. I want to be part of the body. Guess what? We're going to be part of the body forever. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's good to be planted right now. Amen. And be all in. Make his things heavy. You have to choose. Will you make it heavy or will you make it light? Will you neglect? That's literally what it means, right? We talked about if, if we're going to neglect, we're saying that's light. And everything in this series is going to be heavy. First week was heavy. Worship the real Jesus. That's heavy. The words of our mouth, that's heavy. Being with the body, that's heavy. And that is God's will. We just had the whole series on God's will. We're tying right back into it again. God's will is that the body 
assembles. God's will is that there is spiritual leadership in a body of believers. Amen. And I am telling you today, if you want to flourish in the courts of your God, it is part of your Christian life. I've lived it. I, I'm not telling you what I haven't lived. I have lived this. I have done this. I have served. I have submitted. I have served in, in the body for years and years and years. And I still am. I'm just doing a different capacity. I, as the pastor, I served under a pastor for years. And, and this isn't about uh, having a perfect leader. I, he, he wasn't perfect, but I could submit to him. Amen. Because I trusted him. I believed he was the real deal. Amen. You want to find a real deal. <laughs> Amen. Find the real deal and then submit. Submit yourself. Plant yourself in the assembly, in the body. And of course, I'm talking to Christians today. Amen. I'm talking to Christians. If you need to repent, you repent. If you're not a Christian here today, then that's a whole different story, right? If you're online, you're not a Christian. And you realize that even, even now you say, well, you know what? I, I, I don't think I'm really a Christian. If you're not actually a Christian, well, you better get saved quick. And a Christian, like we were just talking about authentic Christianity, authentic Christianity wants to do all of this. And it should have no problem with it at all. Like I said, I ran to church. <laughs> Come on now. If you aren't saved today, you don't know Jesus today, the greatest decision you can ever make is to get out of the kingdom of darkness. Get out of Satan's kingdom. Get out as fast as you can out of Adam's, out of Adam, because Adam sinned and every person born since then goes into Adam. Come on. We all come out of Adam. The only way you can go to be with Jesus is to go into Christ. There's only one perfect man in heaven, and that is Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, who lived a perfect life, who shed his blood on the cross for us. Get our Romans road up here, please, on the slides. All have sinned, fallen short. The wages of sin is death. God demonstrated his love toward us. And while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He shed his blood. He was the spotless lamb. That's why the Old Testament talks about sacrifice all throughout Israel, sacrifice to cover sin. That was all to show that there was one to come who would be sacrificed that would forgive all sin forever. And that man was Jesus, the Christ. His name means Savior. And there is only one, Jesus. And as Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but through me. He said it. I didn't say it. You can choose to believe him or choose to ignore him. But I'm telling you the truth today. He is the way. There is only one road that goes to God's house, and it is Jesus' road. You try and go any other road, you are not going there. And I, I tell people all the time, people reject it. I can't make anybody accept it. But I'm telling you the truth today. Jesus' road is the only way to go into God's house because we are created by God and all of mankind is found to be guilty, sinned, 
and fall short. You can't go into God's presence if you're still a sinner. That's why I say all the time, don't call yourself a sinner if you're a saint. Amen. You don't call yourself a sinner anymore. You call yourself a saint. And yes, we mess up, but we go to our Father and say, Father, I messed up. Forgive me of that. Because he's our Father. If, you, if, he, if Jesus is not your Lord yet, you have not come into Christ yet, he is not your Father. And as Jesus said, you are of your Father, the devil. You can only have two spiritual fathers, real spiritual fathers. You can have the devil as a spiritual father or God, Jesus. You better choose the right one before you leave this earth. Most important decision you'll ever, ever make. It's the most important decision I, decision I ever made was to call Jesus Lord. As it says in Romans 10, 9, you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will receive forgiveness of sin and now you belong to him instead of you belonging to the enemy. So if that's you today, and you want to go in Christ, you want to be found in Christ. When you reach heaven, you will be in Christ forever if you'll confess Jesus as Lord and come out of Adam. So if that's you today, pray this prayer after me right now. Say, dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I repent of all sin. I repent of all works of darkness. I want to be in your family. And now I know the way in is through Jesus. I confess Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my master. Jesus is my savior forever. I give you all of me, God. Heavenly Father, teach me your ways, show me your ways, and I will walk in them. Thank you for making me a new creation in Christ. Thank you for eternal life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. If that's you today, if you want to be serious about God, I always tell people if you want to get running, you want to run fast. First of all, be bold about your faith. Tell someone Jesus is Lord of your life right now. In fact, get out, go out of here and tell someone immediately. Secondly, devour the word of God. You got to get in here if you want to grow up. You got to grow up on spirit food. Thirdly, you got to be involved. We talked about greatly today. You got to be involved in an on fire church. The body needs you and you need the body. Fourthly, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you don't pray in tongues yet, I, I feel sorry for you because you need to get the gift. Amen. Don't let the devil steal that great gift from you of praying in the Spirit. Uh, I, I thought of this the other day. You know, often I say, uh, uh, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, I got a YouTube video on our channel called Receive the Holy Spirit. And then as I was thinking about it, this came out of me. I, I, was, I, was, I saw myself saying it. You know, I see yourself saying something. I said, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, tune into our YouTube channel and find the message called Receive the Holy Spirit or just read your Bible. Did anybody get that? Or just read your Bible. You know how many people I've argued with about tongues? It's like, would you just read the Bible? <laughs> Why did I run to get filled with the Spirit? 
read the Bible. Hello? Don't miss out on the great gift of the Holy Spirit. Come on. When you're born again, you're born of the Spirit, and then there's the baptism of the Spirit when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Jesus was baptized in the Spirit. And when did he start doing the works and the miracles of God? After that. Jesus himself said, and they will, the believers will pray in new tongues. Hallelujah. You know me, I could preach on that for hours, but. Fifth, be a servant in the body, in the body, in the body. Do we talk about the day a little bit? In the body. And throughout your day, worship and pray and praise as much as possible. Don't forget about God during your day. Talk to him, worship him, praise him all day long. And seventh, don't forget you belong to him now. It's not about you. It's about him. Hello? Jesus, Jesus wanted only to do the Father's will. That's all he wanted to do. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe the Lord wants me. This is total choice by you. But I believe the Lord wants me to pray over anyone who calls this their church. Okay? So, maybe we could, uh, uh, I, don't, I want the team to be able to get prayer, so I, don't, I, I won't, we won't do live. You can just keep that running or that's fine. But if you want prayer this morning, you want it, right? You, you call this your home church and you actually want me to lay hands on you and pray over you. I want you to come up here right now. Absolutely. Let me just line, line up here so I, I have some room. Just, uh, Don, where's Don? Don, can you help me down here? Oh, he's coming, he's coming. Maybe just go down here, uh, stretch out a little bit, make a straight line, so it'd be a lot easier if we have a little straight line going. Make it uh, easier to go down the line. I, I, I'm just gonna pray, if it's a short prayer, it's a short prayer, if I feel led, I'm gonna, give you a word or whatever. I'm just going to ask God. In fact, I'm just going to ask him right now. Heavenly Father, I believe you want me to do this. And Father, we agree as a body, whatever words you want to speak would be spoken. Uh, give me the words to speak as I pray out over our people here at Pacific Bible Church, Father. Help me bless them as you would want to bless them, Jesus. As you would want me to speak over them. Help me find the right words, Father. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You got any room down here? 
temper. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for Christina. Father, thank you for the servant that she is for your body. Thank you for her faith and boldness to stand up for you. In the midst of problems, in the midst of trials, she has stood up for you and she is strong. And she is strong. And, and I ask for that strength to fill her mightily, Father. Strength to fill her mightily from the top of her head to the soles of her feet for boldness to do your will, for boldness to do what she needs to do for her family, for boldness and great strength, Father, to stand up for you and to fulfill the call on her life, to fulfill your calling, Father. We agree as a body together. We, 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 we honor each member. We suffer with each member. We encourage each member. So, Father, we agree right now that Christina will have the wisdom from heaven that she needs to lead all of her family right into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for Brad. What a blessing he's been to this body and using his talents, using his gifts for your service. And Father, we, we, we ask for wisdom for his life. He knows what to do. He knows what to do. He knows what he's supposed to do as he makes decisions for his future, Father. He, 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 we're just asking. We're agreeing together as a body. He'll know. He'll know. He'll have the wisdom from heaven. He'll hear your voice. He'll hear you, uh, clearly hear you, Father. It'll be clear. And there will be great clarity from heaven. And he'll hear and he'll know and he'll accomplish your will, Father. He'll accomplish it. He'll walk it out. He'll do it. And he'll end up at the end. And he has done it. He's finished it. He's done it. He's finished the course. He's run the course with faith all the way through, Father. We ask. We believe together in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for Maddie. Her love for you is strong. Her love for you is strong. Ooh, yes, serve, serve him, serve him. Serve the Lord with all of your heart. Oh, he, he is greatly pleased as you honor him, as you serve him, as you lift your praise to him. He is, he is, he is greatly pleased by that. He loves to hear your praises. So he says, praise, 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 praise. Go ahead and lift your voice in praise and accomplish all those things that I have you to accomplish and, and, and fulfill the plans I have for you. Lift your praises to me. Lift your voice to me. I love to hear your praises. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. No, 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 no. Accomplish it. Do it. Go forward in my name. Go forward. Go forward and do the works I've called you to do and be the woman of God you've been called to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
We are believing, Father. She will accomplish everything you have for her to do in this lifetime. In her lifetime, she will accomplish it. She will get it done for you. Thank you, Father, for strengthening her, giving her wisdom from heaven, and guiding her steps. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Woo, pager. <laughs> Father, we thank you for Paige, our wonderful daughter, who we love so much, and we know you love her greatly. And Father, we, we just, she's making decisions right now for her future. Father, we ask for that wisdom. We ask for that understanding from heaven that she would know what to do, that she would follow your path, she would follow your plan. She would hear it from heaven. She would know, she would know, she would know. She would know. And every step, Father, would be guided by you. Oh, the voice of God will be clear to you. The voice of God will be clear to you and you will hear and you will know and you will know the step to take. You will know the path to walk in and, and you will accomplish his plan. For God has the plan for you. God has the path laid out for you. And he knows you are seeking it. He knows, he knows the path for you. He knows you're seeking and he's saying, I'm opening that door and I'm opening that door for you and, and you're going to see it and you're going to know it and you're going to walk in it. Keep, keep strong in your faith. Keep strong in the word. Keep strong in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in tongues and you will find it and you will walk in it. But you've got to seek and you've got to go after me with all of your heart. As I said, as the father said, seek me with all of your heart and you will find me. So he says today, seek me with all of your heart and you will find me and you will hear me and you will get it done for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Judah Frank. Judah, thank you, Father, for Judah, our wonderful son who loves you. Oh, his name means give praise and thanks. We give thanks for Judah right now. Father, we know his heart is pure. His heart is clear for you. And Father, we're asking for that direction for him also, that he would hear from heaven as he makes decisions in the next few years, Father, that will uh, change his life as he goes down the path. Father, we, we're asking for that wisdom and understanding from heaven. Yes, yes. Praise and thanks is your name for a reason. Praise and thanks. You are to give praise and thanks to me, says the Lord. You are to give that praise to me. You are to be bold in praise for me. You are to worship me. You are called to worship the Most High. So worship, worship the Lord. He says, worship me and give him the praise that's due his name. Oh yes, he's calling you to worship him in spirit and in truth. From your hearts, worship the Lord. For there is great power to be found there. There is great understanding to be found there. God will reveal things to you as you worship him. As you praise him, he will reveal his will to you. So don't neglect 
the worship. Don't neglect the praise. No, no. Double up, triple up in praise. And he will speak and you will hear and you will know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. We believe in it together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Woo. Hallelujah. Father, we pray for Tammy. What a blessing she's been to this body. And Father, she, she, she has many more blessings to offer to her brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, give her wisdom from heaven. Direct her and guide her and show her. Show her what, what you want her to do. You can reveal that directly to her, Father. So we're asking now, we're agreeing together. You're going to show her the right path as, as changes have come and things have changed in her life dramatically over the last few years, Father. We're, we're asking for that wisdom from heaven. We're asking for it, Father. Together as, as a body of believers, we're asking for our sister. We're agreeing together we're, 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 we're as a body. We're agreeing together for Tammy that she would hear your voice and she would be directed by you and she would follow that path and she, you would just light it up for her. And you would show her exactly what you want her to do so that she could fulfill her call on your life and, and the giftings that you've called her to do and to, to bless the body. Those giftings would come out of her. Those giftings would be, would be, ooh, they'd be strong in this place. They'd be strong in the body. And people would say, wow, Tammy, I didn't know. I didn't know you had that in you, but wow, Tammy. Yes, Lord, we're, we're believing that those gifts come out. The blessing in her comes out to this body and to her brothers and sisters in Christ, wherever they are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. The blessing, the blessing, the blessing that you are is inside of you is coming out. And the fruit will be manifested. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for John. What a blessing he is to this body. Oh, man, he's done so many good things in this body. And so, Father, we thank you for his faithfulness to serve, to be a servant in the body of Christ, not just to talk, but to do. And he is a servant. And he's always asking to serve. And he wants to serve. Where can I serve? What can I do for you, Father? He says, that's, that's, that's what you say. What can I do for you, Father? Woo! And the, oh, the Father is pleased. He is so pleased that you want to serve him, that you love him with all of your heart, that you have given your whole life to him, that you have not surrendered to the lukewarmness that has surrounded you, but you have, you have, you have surrendered to the Father and you have said, no, not, not my will, but your will be done. Woo. Oh, the Lord is pleased that you would want to serve him and he's going to give you the wisdom to do more for him. He is directing your paths. He is showing you the right steps. And be, be that obedient uh, child of God that will do what he says to do. Follow his way. Follow his path. We, 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 I know you are. But he says, follow, follow closely. Follow closely. For I have revelation. I have more revelation for you. I have more understanding to pour out on you and in you. So don't stop. No, no. Don't stop. Fire up more. Fire up more for the Lord. More fire. More fire. More fire in Jesus' name. More fire. 
More fire. More fire for Jesus. More fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, more fire. Yes, more fire. In Jesus' name, more fire. Hallelujah. That you will serve out the rest of your days. And people will look and say, wow, that John, what a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a blessing. Ooh, you, you've, got, you've got blessings inside of you haven't come out yet. You've got a lot inside still. Jim, you've got a lot inside there still. And the Lord is saying, there's, there's a lot more for you to offer. There's a lot more inside of you. Ooh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. The Lord says, yes, yes, there is more, and you, and you will do it. If you'll seek me, you, 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 you'll do it. You'll do it. Don't go backwards. No, no, don't go backwards. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward in me. Do, do what I've told you to do. Do it. Go forward. Don't go backwards. Don't go backwards. Don't, don't, don't go backwards. He stressed, don't go backwards. Go forward. Go forward, stronger than ever. Stronger than ever for Jesus. Stronger than ever for the Lord. Stronger, stronger, be stronger. Stand up stronger. Be bolder about Jesus. God has a plan and God has more for you to do. Hallelujah. We're believing for it, Father. We're believing he's going to accomplish it. He's going to find it and do it. And we agree as a body. We agree as a body. He'll get it done for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Vera. Thank you, Lord. What a blessing she's been already to this body. And Lord, we, we ask for you to fill her mightily with your spirit that your fire would fall upon her that we would look a few weeks down the road and say where'd Vera go she is full of fire we like the new Vera we like the Vera full of fire fill her with fire father fire for you. Fill her with your spirit mightily. That the tongues would fly out of her mouth. That new tongues would fly out of her mouth as she's encompassed in your spirit. As she seeks your will and your plan and your, your spirit and she seeks Jesus the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We're believing Father for the fire to come out of Vera in Jesus' name, fill her mightily. Give her boldness, Father. Give her boldness to do your will and be the bold woman of God you've called her to be. Hallelujah. We're believing together, Father. In Jesus' name. Glory, glory. It's getting crowded over here.
<laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we pray for Dawn. We lift her up to you, Father. We ask for wisdom to fill her life. We ask, Father, for clarity to fill her mind. We ask, Father, for your spirit to move mightily in her. We ask, Father, that the crooked roads would be made straight and that the, 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 the confusion would depart and the problems, would, you, she would know what to do from heaven. Not just another uh, plan of men, but a plan of God. So, Father, we, we're agreeing together that she has the clarity, she has the plan of God the plan of God, the plan from heaven. So the confusion will leave and the path will be straightened out. And she'll see, she'll see ahead. She'll see what she needs to do. She'll see the right road. She'll see the right path. And she'll walk in it. She'll do it. Because wisdom, wisdom is being poured out from heaven. In Jesus' name, we believe it, Father, together as a body of believers, as we encourage one another and comfort one another. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for Ken. He's been a blessing to this body already. And Father, we know you have other things for him. Well, you have things for him. You have a plan for him. You have wisdom for him. You love him. Oh, yeah, he says, I, I love you, Ken. I want the best for you. I've always wanted the best for you. I've always wanted the best for you. Oh, sometimes you haven't sought me, but I know your heart. I know your heart is in the right place, and I'm going to speak. And I need you to listen to me. And the Lord says, listen. Listen closely. For he is not done with you at all. Listen closely. For the plan of God is coming to you soon. And you will hear something and you will know it's God and you will, you will need to act upon it. You will need to do what he said to do. But he has that for you. And he loves you tremendously. He loves you. Oh, he loves you. He wants you to know he loves you. He loves you. He's always loved you. And he has still has great things for you to do. So listen. Listen. Listen closely. Tune in. Tune into God. Tune into his word. Tune into the right channel. Tune into the Holy Spirit and go after him. Go after him. Don't settle for less than the best. Go after him with all of your heart. Hallelujah. We're believing, Father. He's going to hear from you. He's going to hear from heaven. And he's going to be able to fulfill your call upon his life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for Charlotte. She's already serving in the body. She's helping in the body. She's being a blessing to this body. 
And Father, I believe you have many more things for her to do in the body. You have more blessing for her to fulfill, more blessings for her to, to give out to the brothers and sisters in this body. You have more understanding for her. You, you have revelation from heaven for her. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Creative. Creative. Yes, you are creative. Yes. Creative, special ideas from heaven. God's going to give you special creative ideas. Oh, yes, yes. And listen to that. Listen to that. Do what God said to do. Follow his voice. He has it for you. He has the plan for you. We ask for that wisdom, Father, to be poured out into Charlotte. We ask for that wisdom from heaven, Father, for her and her plan and, and your purposes for her life, you, what you want her to do, Father, that it would be clear and those creative ideas would fill her mind and, and she would say, oh, I got to write that down. I got to write that down. I got another idea. I got to write that down. We're believing, we're believing for that together as a body that Charlotte will hear those creative ideas and those will be such a blessing to her brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for it, Father. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fill Charlotte now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Claire, Father, thank you for Claire. Her life is, is a, a testimony to your love, a testimony to your goodness, and she's still serving you. Oh, Father, thank you for the blessing she's been to the body throughout the years, wherever she's been. She's been a blessing to many people, and Father, we're believing for more blessing to come out of her more blessing to come out of Claire in Jesus name it would come to fruition and that there would be manifestations of that gifting in this place manifestation of her giftings to the body manifestation of her giftings to her brothers and sisters hallelujah yes Lord yes Lord May she hear clearly the voice of her God. May she hear it clearly, Father. May she hear it clearly. I speak health and life and wholeness. Jesus from the top of her head to the soles of her feet wholeness of body in every way in every way in Jesus mighty name we believe and we agree as a body and we thank you for it father amen
Thank you, Father, for Gina. Thank you, Lord. I believe he, he's saying he has, he, has, he has words for you to speak. He has things for you to write. He has things for you to do for him, maybe different. Something maybe different than what's been seen before, but he has something with your words, with your writing to do for him. So don't neglect that. And listen to him and follow that leading. Follow that voice. Use those skills. Use those creative skills you have for him. Use, use what you have for him. He wants to guide you down that path. He wants to show you things uh, that you haven't even thought of yet. He wants to do it. But you got to be open to it. And you got to be ready. And then you got to act. So, so he's going to lead you in some different ways. I believe he's going to give you some direction. He's going to help you write or speak and, and change lives. He's going to bring uh, some wisdom to you, some creative ideas. Don't neglect it. Write it down. Often we, we don't write down what we heard from God and then we forget it. Don't, don't forget it. Write it down and, and get it done for him. For, for he has those things for you to do. He loves you. He has the best for you. And he wants you to walk it out. He wants you to fulfill that plan. He wants you to be a blessing in every area that you can be a blessing in. He has a calling for you. So don't neglect it. Fulfill it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jim. Thank you, Father, for Jim. I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. Jim and Jay. Jay, and what a blessing he is to the body. And Father, we, we, we know he's, he's already blessed this body tremendously. He's blessed many people in this body already. And he's done wonderful things in this church already. And Father, I know that's not the end of it. He has a lot more in him too. And we're believing, Father, that those gifts come out. Those gifts come out of him. He has those ideas from heaven. He has the wisdom from heaven. He, ooh. No, I speak, I speak life. I speak healing. I speak wholeness. Wholeness, wholeness. In the name of Jesus, wholeness. Wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. Oh, that the wounds would be healed. That the wounds would be healed so that the plan can be accomplished. Yes, Father, we believe in for the wounds to be healed in every area of Jay's life. That the wounds would be healed so he could accomplish your will and that those wounds would not uh, hinder him from doing what he's called to do. For the wounds will be healed and the blessing will flow. The blessing will flow. 
the blessing will flow. And he will be a blessing to many people still. In his life, he will be a blessing to many. Yes, Father. We are believing for it as a body. That he may see, he may know, he may hear. From heaven. And accomplish your will. Thank you, Father. We, be we believe for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ruth. My turn. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. A sweet heart has Ruth. She has a sweet heart toward God. Oh, you love God. You do love Him. You love Jesus. You love His Word. You love Jesus. And He wants you to share that love with your brothers and sisters. He wants you to be a, 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 a sharer of the love of God to your friends, to your family, to the body. Oh yes, you love him. And he needs you to be that laborer in the harvest field for him. That his love would flow out of you. That people will see the love coming out of Ruth. And they will say, wow, she loves Jesus so much. She loves God so much. She loves God. I want to love God like that. I want to serve God like that. Woo. So we're, we're, we believe, Father, that that love will flow mightily through her. In fact, that she'd have a greater revelation of your love. As the Apostle Paul prayed, that they would understand the love of God, the, the, the width, the length, the depth, the height to know the love of Christ. We pray that for Ruth right now, that she would know the love of Christ even more. The width, the depth, the height, the length, to know the love of Christ in Jesus' name and to share that love, to share the love of God all around her, all around her, all of her pathways as she travels around this community. The love of God would flow out of Ruth to those around her. And there would be salvations, there would be healings, there would be miracles taking place as you do what God shows you to do. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we're believing, Father. We believe it. We believe it. And we thank you for it. Amen. No, oh yeah, Joe, right? Looney. Yeah. <laughs> Looney. <laughs> Looney. Oh, thank you, Father, for Lonnie. He has been a great blessing to this body and uh, done many things here, helping with the youth, being a blessing in so many ways, Father. And I know you have a plan for him. I know you have things for him to do in this lifetime. And we're just agreeing, Father, that you will show him that plan. You will show him the path he is to take. You will give him the right ideas. You will give him the creative ideas. You will show him, Father, what his job is in the body, the part that he is. What part am I? You say, what part am I? Father, show him what part he is. Show him what part he is. Show him. Show him. 
that he would fulfill that part. He would, he would be the part he is. Not try and be another part, be the part you are. Be the part that you are. As God shows you, you're this part. Don't try and be another part. Be the part that you are. Fulfill your part. Fulfill your duty in the body. Hallelujah. We're believing, Father, for revelation from heaven. Revelation from heaven would flow mightily into Lonnie's mind, into his soul, that he would know. He would see. He would understand. And there would be great wisdom from heaven. And he would say, wow, I've never thought of that before. And he would hear from you. And he would fulfill your call. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for doing it. Thank you, Father, for speaking to Lonnie what part he is in the body. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lori. Thank you, Father, for Lori. What a blessing she's been in this body already. Lord, you have you have you have purposes for her. You have plans for her. You have understanding for her. You have revelation for her. He has a plan. He has a plan for you. He has a path for you. Don't don't say he doesn't have a path for me. No, he does. He has a path for you. He has a blessing for you as you walk down that path. As you follow what he said to do, he has that blessing for you and he has a plan for you. You are a part. And also we pray that she would know what part she is in the body. And she would have that revelation from heaven and she would understand and she would know and she would follow the voice of God. She would hear clearly the voice of the spirit. And she would know, Father, she would know Oh, a strong knowing, a, a, a real knowing, not a guessing, a real knowing. She would know that it would be so clear to her. She would have, there would, there, she couldn't even doubt it. That it would be so clear what you said to her and what you wanted her for her, for her to do as her part. We believe it, Father. We believe together as a body that she'll know and she'll accomplish the will of God for our life. In Jesus' name, amen. a while now and she loves you father she loves you and she wants to do your will she wants to follow your voice she wants you she loves you 
So, Father, we, we, we ask you, fill her. Fill her with the Spirit of God. Fill her with your wisdom. Fill her with your understanding. Show her what you have for her. Show her, Father, your path. God's going to do through you. There's some miracles God has for you. He's going to work through you. And you're going to say, wow. <laughs> wow. God. Yeah, he, he, he's got some miracles for you to work through you. Not that you're the miracle worker. He is. But he, he's going to work through you. And you're going to touch some lives. You're going to bring some people into the kingdom. You're going to, you're going to see some miracles. And people, you said, wow, I, 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 don't, I don't know if they could make it into the kingdom. You're going to see it. Come on, you're going to see it in Jesus' name. Father, give her wisdom from heaven. Give her wisdom from heaven. Give her the words from heaven to be a witness for you. To be bold in her faith for you. To do your will. To follow your voice. To accomplish your plan. We're believing together as a body. She'll hear that voice. And she'll be the witness that you've called her to be. And, and, and she'll, she'll look back and say, wow, God, you did it. God, you did it. And she'll give you all the glory. Hallelujah. We're believing, Father, together as a body. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. David. <laughs> Thank you, Father, for David. He's already been a great blessing in this body. And so, Father, we, we, we lift him up to you. We ask, Father, for, for great strength to fill him. Great boldness to fill him. Paul said, give me boldness. Pray that I might have boldness. Father, we pray for David right now to have boldness that he be able to speak the words he needs to speak for you. That he would not hold back. That he would not back up. He would not shy away from what you've called him to do, but he would accomplish it. He would walk forward boldly for you. Great boldness from heaven, we ask for David in the name of Jesus. Great boldness, great utterance, great understanding that as he reads the word Father he's going to say wow I never saw that before because the spirit of God is speaking to him great understanding great revelation Father the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you that he might be filled with that that he might know the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power in us who believe. Revelation from heaven, Father, for his purpose and his plan and his part in the body, his part in the kingdom of God, his part in the body of Christ. Revelation from heaven, flows mightily to you in the name of Jesus. 
No more blockage. No, no. No, no, no. No more blockage. No. Clarity. Clarity. In Jesus' name. We call the blockage gone. In Jesus' name. We call that blockage gone. Hallelujah. Thank you for it, Father. We are believing together that it will happen. And the blessing will flow mightily through David. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. whole time. He was the first one up here. Well, you know, the Bible says the first will be last and the last will be first. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, thank you for Christian. And uh, boy, he's, 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 he's had some tough times. He's had some rough times, but he has said, my heart is for you, God. My heart will be yours, God. I will serve you, God. And the Lord is pleased. The Lord is happy that your heart is his. He needs it all. He needs it all. He needs your whole heart to do what you're called to do. He needs your whole heart. He, he can't have 50% or 80%. He's got to have 100%. So give him all. Give him all of your being. Tell him in your prayer closet, God, you, you are my all. I want all of you. I want every bit of you, God. I'm, 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 I'm not holding back anything from you, Father. Yes, he says, he says, give him, give him your all. 100% belongs to him. Give it to him and he'll bless it and he'll use it for his glory. And you'll accomplish what he wants you to do in this earth. Great things will happen as you submit completely to Him. As you submit to His will and His voice and His word. Hallelujah. So we ask, Father, we agree. He'll hear and He'll know and He'll do. And He'll find His part and He'll do His part in the body of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Sarah no. <laughs> Sarah's been praying for everybody. Oh, Father, thank you for Sarah. She loves you so much. She has a heart after you, a heart of praise, a heart of worship, a heart that wants to surrender to you. So, Father, we, we give you praise and thanks for her and the blessing she's been in our family, the blessing she's been in this body and all the songs she's already written to bless this body and actually bless people around the world as they're already singing her songs and there's many more to come many more to come many more many more songs to come so don't think I'm done now don't think I've done enough now no no there's many more many more to come Many more, many more songs to come out of you 
for the to be a blessing to the body the body of Christ and many will will hear your songs and they won't know you sang them and that's not your concern they'll sing your song and they'll say what a blessing that song was I'm so blessed by that song and that's where your heart needs to be right that that's where your heart needs to be that you're gonna bless the body not for your glory no 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 for his you want to give him glory you want to shine for him you want people to say Jesus is working in her God is working in her God is moving in her God is writing songs through Sarah oh yes many more to write many more blessings to give out don't forsake what he's called you to do. Don't forsake anything he's called you to do. Serve him with all of your being. As for words to flow, words to flow from Sarah. Great words. Great words to flow. Words that touch people's hearts. Words that bring the lost to salvation. Words. Father, through, through Sarah, bring those words through her that'll bring the lost in. That the lost will hear on the radio and say, ah, I gotta give my life to Jesus. And the words that touch people's hearts and bring people to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're believing for it together. She'll accomplish it. She'll do it. And she'll finish her plan. And she'll walk it out. And she'll give you all the glory. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Where'd Don go? Don! <laughs> we said you're next, but you left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know. We know. We'll have to retrain you again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for Don. He has blessed this body tremendously in many different ways, Father. And he has a servant's heart. And he just wants to serve you. He just wants to do your will. He just wants to accomplish your plan. So, Father, we, we ask for a freshness, a freshness in his walk with you, a freshness, a freshness from heaven for Don. And as he talks with you, there's a freshness there. There's a freshness in the air. There's a freshness in the spirit. And there's new revelation flowing mightily. There's new understanding flowing mightily as he, as he reads your word. 
as he studies your word, new revelation flows, understanding flows. In areas that have been blind are not blind any longer. Areas that have been uh, not quite understood are not are understood. And there's great revelation, great freshness for you, Don, in Jesus' name. As you serve him, oh, he's happy. He's so happy. He's so happy that you've given your heart to him and you've given your all to him and you want to do his will every day of your life. Hallelujah. We give you thanks, for Father, or thanks, Father, for Don and what he's done in this body. We thank you for all he's going to continue to do. Thank you for strengthening him. Strength from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. More strength, more wisdom, more revelation for Don, we ask, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did we miss anybody? <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. So, hallelujah. I just felt that was how we needed to end this. And of course, we're, you know, way over time. But as we sang this morning in, in Sarah's song, we've come without a clock on. Here we are, we've come without a clock on. All right, the goal is to get what we need to get done, amen? And I believe, ooh, there was some words spoken today that if you, if you didn't, if you, one thing great about it, we have video. Right? And I, I've always liked over the years when I have video or audio of a word given to me, I go back and I hear that again. And uh, it helps it helps fuel your faith a bit sometimes when you're, you're, you're not, you know, you want to feel your faith a little bit and go back and hear something that was spoken over you and, and get that refired. So if you want to do that, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't even know half of what was said, some of that, right? I'm just praying and believing God for the right word. So that's one thing you can do if you want, go on go on the uh, video and, and, and you could write that down and, and store that. I have some words I've stored away, you know, wrote them down. In fact, we do that at this church. We, when I give a word, like, like a, after a tongue or something, or I just give a prophecy that I know was coming out, a prophecy, I always try and get those typed out. And I got a lot of them <laughs> over the years. And uh, why? Because I've gone back, and I, I should probably share some of those with you guys again, but I go back and, and, and read those again. And sometimes I'm like, wow, right? Because it was just, it, and I needed to see it right now. Because sometimes we get a word, and it doesn't register at the moment, but later it, oh, now I know why that was given. So just, just a point of reference. If you want to go write down something, write that down off of the um, video. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, we, we love the body. 
Oh, we love the body of Christ. We are part of the body forever. Oh, we are so glad we're part of your body. We're part of the body. We're part of the kingdom forever. And Father, we, we take your things heavy. We don't make light of the meeting of the body. We don't make light of the assembly of the body, of blessing our brother and sister, of being there to comfort them, of being there to help them when they're hurting and of being there when the lost come in so we can greet the lost and show them the love of God. No, Father, we, we are part of the body and we take it heavy and we, we will accomplish that plan you have for us in the body. We know, we know, Father, the body in unity is powerful. And as we serve you, Father, as a body of believers, we can accomplish mighty things for you. And we're believing that each one here, each one prayed for today, that, that we'll, we'll, we'll hear what was said and we'll accomplish all those things. And we will walk it out. And we'll get to the end of our course. We'll get the end of our race. And we'll we've, we will have accomplished. We, we will hear the well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. We are your servants, Father. We are yours, completely yours. Hallelujah. 100%, Father, belong to you forever. Hallelujah. Father, as we said at the beginning, we turn back and we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise belongs to our great God forever. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our website at packbible.org. That's P-A-C-B-I-B-L-E.org. We hope you join us again next week.